Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You and one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. All right, what was that again? Lion's Den? Lion's Den. Pleasure. What else was it? Nolan, you did the read. Passion, romance, everything that makes anything more fun. Romance, fun. Because, of course, I am the king of my jungle. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fair. Bob Haiti with you. Vinny's off. Got Nolan on the other side of the glass. <laughs> Ravens in London. Tottenham Hotspur taking on the Titans. Both teams coming off losses. Both frustrated, I'm sure, at this point in the season for many different reasons. And let's talk about this game from a Tennessee perspective. From 102.5 The Game, he's joining us via the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in Joe Rex Road. Joe, good morning. Thanks for joining us here in Baltimore. Hey, thanks for having me. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Appreciate the time. And before the season, here on our show, uh, Vidiot Haney on the fan, I was kind of talking up the Titans and everybody in Jacksonville in the South. And with all due respect, yeah, they should be the favorites. But I kept saying, let's not dismiss the Titans just as readily as, say, a lot of people did. Well, here they are, two and three, coming off a loss on the road at Indy when uh, Richardson got KO'd. Minshew came in. By the way, Minshew beat the Ravens here in Baltimore. The two and three, if there are a couple of reasons that have led to it, what would the main reasons be? Well, they continue to, you know, score around 17 and a half points a game. So that's, I mean, you start there. The offense is still a problem, but it has been very up and down. You know, three points at Cleveland on a day the Titans just couldn't block anyone and were leaving a substandard left tackle out with Miles Garrett alone way too much. You know, 27 points at home against the Bengals and Chargers. So, so there's new OC, and it's a better offense, and they've done some good things. But the red zone offense is atrocious. The Titans have been one of the best red zone teams, really, in Mike Vrabel's tenure with two different – actually, with three different OCs before this year – and they're one in ten in, in games away from uh, Nashville, so that's where you start. But honestly, the defense is—you know—I was talking them up too, Bob, because I thought this could be a potentially—I I thought a very good defense and potentially a great defense. And it hasn't been that at all. 
you've got a corner in Christian Fulton who's in a contract year. He's not going to get extended by the Titans, but he's a very good player. He's the best corner, and he's been a disaster. And it looks like he's pressing, maybe going rogue a little bit, trying to help himself, and he's just hurting himself. And, you know, they let Zach Moss run all over them last week, and we're talking after the game like he was Le'Veon Bell. This has also been one of the best rush defenses in the NFL under Mike Vrabel, and that's starting to show some cracks. So some of it, I think, is some key guys who are aging, who aren't as effective, um, and then some some familiar issues. And if I had to pick one group that's the problem, it's the offensive line. And looking at Tannehill's stats here through five games, only two touchdowns, five picks, been sacked 17 times to your point there. Joe, uh, quarterback rating not impressive at all. 75.8. And I know the last couple of years, Tennessee has drafted a quarterback second, third round. Is that sort of thing getting to him where Tannehill views himself as a guy that's not long for Nashville here? Well, I think he, I, I think he has to know that I, going into the year, I said, look, if, if he has an incredible year and that like wins the division and he also has a great game and wins at least one playoff game, and maybe the Titans have to think about, like, how do you move on? But I, I thought it was it would have to be something extreme like that. Or like you said, they drafted, you know, they drafted Malik Willis in the third round, different GM, and I think he's he's trying to, you know, stick in the league, and I think he's more of a backup quarterback in the NFL. But Will Levis, they move up in the second round to take him. I think he's going to be the starter next year. I will say this for Tannehill. Those numbers really don't reflect how he's played. Um you know, he had no chance to do anything. As I mentioned, the Cleveland game, they had the only the only offense they had was when he took about a one and a half step drop and threw a fade up to Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, and you know they they had a couple plays. They had no chance. He was terrible in the opener at New Orleans, uncharacteristic, three picks, missing easy touchdown passes. The other three games, honestly, he's been really good to excellent. He was really good last week. But like you said, you know, the numbers aren't there, but he, he's so far down the list of problems for them. If they give him protection and they can get the run game going, as they did two weeks ago with Derrick Henry for 129 yards against the Bengals, then he will play well. He's, he's still a good quarterback. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is his last year, and then they're, they're going to have some sort of a rebuild next year. Joe Rexrode joining us here. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney with you. Featured artist Friday. It's Rush, by the way. Joe with 102.5. The game, talking about the Titans and looking at Derrick Henry, and I guess it could be a byproduct of it. You know, 3.8 carry, had the big game against the Bengals. I mean, he's going to run into Canton eventually, but how much treads left on that Derrick Henry tire here in 2023? Yeah, you know, I, I did think that last week there were some plays out there that he left on the field that you're not used to seeing. He's not the guy who, and this has really been the case since he broke his foot midway through 20, you know, 2021 season, he's on pace to have a second straight 2,000-yard season. And halfway through, he breaks his foot, has a Jones fracture. He Since then, he's not the guy you're going to see, like, outrunning a corner and going 80 yards for a touchdown, you know? But he's still a guy who you give him a seam and he'll go 40-50 on you. And he's still, you know, 6-3-250, an absolute, you know, 0% body fat or whatever. I mean, he's still a freak and he's still really good. Uh, the biggest problem really for, for both of those guys, Henry and Tannehill, who both I, – I don't, I don't think Henry is a, a lock to be gone next year. I think it would make sense to, to you know, sign him to a one- or two-year deal, but we'll see. But, you know, both of those guys – 
what, what's happened with the Titans is they had one of the best offensive lines in the NFL in 19 and 20, and it has become one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. So you stack the box. You don't have the threat outside because you made a terrible trade of A.J. Brown to Philly, and he just is constantly being outnumbered whenever he gets the football. Going back to that, and I guess Joe was a financial thing. They drafted Traylon Burks to come in and basically basically be A.J. Brown part two. He's not playing this week. Uh, his numbers are pretty limited right now. Has he been a disappointment in the big picture? Granted, it's still very early, not even a year and a half into his career. Or are they still excited about his potential there? Well, I think both. Uh, he had a right. fantastic camp, and he looked great. And then he had what looked initially at Minnesota in a joint practice like it might be a season-ending knee injury. Turned out to be an LCL, not an ACL. And, but I, but that's come back on him now to some level here with an aggravation. So the disappointment, absolutely, that he hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's talented, and I don't know if he's healthy for a for a full season. What is he? I don't think he's AJ Brown. I mean, it was a total, you know, the previous GM, and it's 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 why the previous GM got fired during the season, John Robinson. I mean, he panicked. The intent all along was to sign AJ Brown to the point that Mike Vrabel is like, as long as I'm the coach, he's here. <laughs> And then John Robinson basically panicked and and moved him when the agent asked for more money. And so it was a disastrous move. He's not a GM in the NFL anymore because of that move, and the Titans are just not nearly the team that they were without that guy. All right, Joe, last thing for you. What needs to happen for the Titans to be a playoff team in 2023 to take over the division from Jacksonville? Well, yeah, if they can play like they have, I mean, at at home, they've played two really good games. They've they've scored 27 in both those games. You know, they held the Bengals to three, which, you know, the the Burrow was very limited, as as you know. I mean, he hasn't been himself. But, you know, you you basically need to bottle up the way you've played at home and take it with you. They haven't been like a big home road team under Brable or anything like that, but they're just so erratic. They have to find consistency. Um, and they have to figure out the offensive line. They, they may need to make some changes up front. They signed Andre Dillard, Eagles back up. He hasn't been very good. But, you know, I think I still think nine or ten wins could win it because I don't think the Jags are a great dominant team. Joe Rexroad covers the Titans in sports in general, 102.5 the game. Joe, we appreciate the time. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun watching the game at 930 Sunday morning. Okay, thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Here's Joe Rex Road. Uh, disappointed in Tennessee. That offensive line seems to be a problem for them. Could this mean that Jadavian Clowney gets a multiple sack game? We'll do our picks later in the show. We'll talk about the matchup with Childs Walker from the Baltimore Sun as well, coming up around 1.30. But when we come back, it's the whip around what happened in the world of sports last night, what's happening this weekend, what happened historically. Stay tuned for that. And Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com, will preview Maryland, Illinois. Tomorrow you can hear it on the fan, 3.30 kick, and get an update on what's happening with Kevin Willard's basketball team. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Billy and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around. Here on this uh, featured artist Friday, it is Rush. Anything you want to hear from the Hall of Famer, send your request, plus for text line. No, Nolan McGraw is going to make it happen for you. NHL season starts tonight for the Capitals. Hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins already have a game under their belt. Lost. But they played nonetheless. So the Caps have been waiting, what, three days since uh, puck drop? Got 2023-24 underway. Spencer Carberry, new coach for Washington, was an assistant in Toronto for the Maple Leafs, but had come up through the ranks in D.C. So Washington coming off a playoff-less 2023 season, trying to get back into the Stanley Cup fun. Probably long shots to win that. They could get into the mix. I mean, eight in each conference. But Capitals open their season tonight against Pittsburgh. Two aging teams for sure. We'll talk more about this with Keith coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, Illinois coming to town. Fighting a line eye two and four on the year. 0-3 in the Big Ten. Maryland 13 and a half point favorites in this game. Terps looking to get to six and one. Three and one in the league. 3.30 kickoff. You can hear the game. 1057 the fan tomorrow in the Big Ten. Got Illinois at Michigan. Got Ohio State at Purdue. Michigan State at Rutgers. UMass at Penn State. And probably the most competitive game of the day within the league will be Iowa and Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Two one loss teams battling it out there. Uh, winner could win their division and play in the Big 12 or Big 12. Big Ten. Well, the Big Ten's got like 17 teams in it. But you get the point. But uh, that game is on national TV. NBA preseason last night of local interest. Wizards 98-92 over Charlotte. Kyle Kuzma had 19 points for Washington there. Atlanta beat Memphis 103-102. A couple of a local interest here. Santi Aldama went to Loyola. 22 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. That's a strong night 
for Santi Aldama. Remember, first-round pick a couple years ago. Stunned everybody with that. And then Bruno Fernando, former Terp. Three points, six boards, four assists there. So Bruno still very much in the league in Atlanta. Aaron Wiggins got a DNP for Oklahoma City. And Damian Lee got a DNP for Phoenix last night. And did you know that Rudy Gay's now in Golden State with the Warriors? I'm going to pull on Johnny Carson right here. Oh, I'm going to do Dana Carvey doing Johnny Carson. I did I did not know that. Again, we say it every day. Once the season begins and rosters are set, we concentrate on the Maryland players, University of, the local colleges, and anybody that went to high school here, any local interest in the NBA that I neglect, feel free to get in, share that with us, and we will pay tribute to these players for sure here on Vidian Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It is the whip around, ladies and gentlemen. This day in Orioles history, 1970, Memorial Stadium on a Tuesday afternoon. This is when all World Series games, Nolan, were played during the day. Orioles clobber the big red machine of the Reds. Nine to three. Frank Robinson, Don Buford went yard. Dave McNally hit a grand slam. Dave McNally, for those who may not know, was a pitcher. Only pitcher to this day. Hit a grand slam in a World Series game. Paul Blair, three for three with a run and a ribby. And Brooks Robinson, two for four, two ribbies. Dave McNally not only hit a grand slam through a complete game as the Orioles beat the Reds and would go up three games to none in the fall classic. We'll give you the results next week. The Orioles won it, but yeah, yeah, get the point. 1979, I remember this game, Nolan. It's a Saturday afternoon. Riverfront Stadium. Orioles taking on the Pirates. Orioles fall down early. Four zip. Dennis Martinez got rocked. Pitching for the Orioles at the time. Willie Starge went yard. Then the Orioles got it to 4-3. Then Pittsburgh went up 6-3. And then against Kent DeColvey. Little string bean, olive oil looking dude that he was. Orioles scored six runs in the eighth. John Lowenstein, Terry Crowley had pinch hit, two run doubles. Tim Stoddard, he got a ribby. Tim Stoddard was a pitcher. Got the win, too. Singy was three for five with a ribby. Kiko Garcia, three, two for five with two ribbies. Orioles would go up three games to one. Nolan, three games to one, they were up in this series. Mike Flanagan, the Cy Young Award winner, was pitching game five. And then they were coming back home with Jim Palmer, if necessary, and Scott McGregor who won game three and threw a shutout to win the ALCS. Uh, even if we lose game five, they're coming back to Memorial Stadium. It's all good. For all you people whining about the 2023 Orioles, try living that pain. Orioles scored two runs in the final three games combined and lost in seven. So this would be their last win of that season. Live that and then come whine to me. By the way, Tim Stoddard, not only was the the winning pitcher with this in this game with a ribby, Tim Stoddard was the starting forward for the 1974 NC State Wolfpack National Champions. How about that? I believe he's the only World Series champion NCAA basketball champ. How about that? I've just impressed myself. Well, I kind of knew it and I forgot all about it. Again, I don't even know what today is. 
And then finally, on this day four years ago, M&T Bank Stadium, Ravens taking on the Bengals. Here they go, trying to make it two in a row, and look at the return here. It's going to go all the way. Brandon Wilson, 92 yards to begin it for Cincinnati. Quarterback will take it himself, blocked by Sneed. He's got the corner. A block by the rookie wide receiver, Boykin. That's Kevin Harlan, CBS, on the call. Brandon Wilson returned the opening kickoff, 92 yards for a touchdown for Cincinnati. But Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram rushing TDs. Justin Tucker kicked three field goals, and the Ravens prevailed 23-17. They improved their record to 4-2. Second straight of what would become 12 straight victories on their way to 14-2. Hard to believe because it seems like it was only yesterday. That was four years ago today. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny's off. Bob Haney with you. Keith Cavanaugh joining us next. Get a basketball update with Kevin Willard's Terps, and we'll talk about tomorrow's game against Illinois. Mike Loxley looking to go to six. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. One. The latest sports news. And your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, featured on Friday. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Got news from the Nets coming up top of the hour. Rich Dubroff, 1230. Talking about the end of the Orioles season. Try to dissect what Michael Elias was saying yesterday to the media. Brandon Hyde kind of still wearing the emotions on the sleeve. Wondering what happened to them against Texas. Charles Walker around 130 preview Ravens and Titans. We got picks. We got NFL lunch. Got fun house. Got a lot to get to. But right now, let's talk about Maryland. Terps tomorrow against Illinois. Basketball, men, they start in what? Less than a month. We got a lot going on here. And here to straighten it out and share the information that he has from TerrapidTimes.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, what's up? Bob, yet again. So much news, so little time. So I'm going to do this rapid fire. So just sit back. Uh, dive on in a, there, big guy. Get a cup of coffee, put a shot of Jameson, and relax. But anyhow, I could. A, 
Before we get to football, a lot of basketball going on, headlined by last week's, uh, this past week's open practice, which we observed. Anyhow, Tips, uh, Terps picked third in the league, Reese and Young both on first team, all Big Ten. But this is going to be a team, after we watch practice, that's going to run, press, up-tempo, they're athletic and their depth. They can go 10 deep, Bob. So some good news coming out of camp. Uh, Chance Stevens, a Loyola transfer from out in California, sharpshooter. He ruptured his patella in the spring. He will be cleared in a month and a half. He may play this year. Um, and he's a sharpshooter, no doubt. But real quick, uh, Jameer Young really finding his spots, knocking down the three ball much more. Uh, Julian Reese dominated inside, shot mechanics still look funky, but he got the job done. Dante Scott, better shape, hitting his shots, but a little too ball dominant again at times. Jahari Long, I think, will be a surprise this year. Backup point guard, 12 to 15 minutes. Really seamless player, flows, and setup guy. Geronimo, the transfer from Indiana, Bob, he a man, all right? Physical, right. athletic, shoots it. And he can guard, shoots it pretty well. He can guard the three, four, or five. Now, Noah Batchelor, good mechanics, athletic, runs well, but can he create a shot and he can hit, can he hit that consistent three? Now, CSR, better physically, but he was out with the minor injury. Caleb Swan Rogers, I expect him to make the biggest leap this year. Stevens, again, on the sidelines shooting, but um, uh, uh, about a month and a half, he could be clear. We'll see if there'll be room in the rotation. Now, Matty Troy, the other portal transfer, runs like a deer, very bouncy, nice touch, but needs strength. Jonathan Lamothe from uh, Baltimore, St. Francis Finest. I think uh, people are sleeping on him. He's great in the passing lanes, distributor, high IQ, only a solid shooter, but he just fills the stat sheet. Kaiser, his shot was off on this day, but he competes. He's athletic um, enough and he can create and get his spots. Now, DHS, the point guard coming in, he's a dog, Bob. He attacks. Uh, the shot is coming along, but he gets downhill and finishes. And then uh, Braden Pierce, you know, redshirt senior, redshirt probably for him, uh, the young freshman, runs well, nice touch, but that needs uh, added strength. So a little quick update there on the open practice oh, no or observations. <laughs> Uh, well, then, we appreciate it, too. And, and yeah. You mentioned Julian Reese. Uh, is there more bulk there? I mean, he's never going to be like Carl Malone, but has he added a little more mass to the frame there? Yeah, they've all improved uh, physically. Kyle Tarp, as always, does a great job. But there's going to be up-tempo. They're going to be off to the races. A lot of traps, press, as we saw. And this coming Tuesday will be Maryland Media's Day. <clears throat> you know, Obviously, last week was the Big Tens. Um, so they're getting ready to go. I think there may be another open practice or scrimmage coming up in a week or so, uh, but it's not been announced yet. And you talk about the turf being picked third, which is all very touching, but looking at all of these uh, uh, preseason top 25s that are out there, it's Purdue, Michigan State, like top five, six teams, and then nobody yeah. else from the Big Ten. So outside of those two <clears> – <throat> I mean, is this kind of a wide-open uh, league heading into uh, November in a couple of weeks? Oh, absolutely. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Maryland has got to, um, you know, they've got to establish that too deep, the rotation. Um, when Reese does get in foul trouble, is CSR ready to contribute? Now, Troy, though thin, I think he'll be a good rim protector. But you've got guys who can fill it. You guys, guys who can get up and down the court. Fortunately, most everyone returned. You know, Keem Hart left, and obviously Geronimo left in the portal. But you still have enough pieces here, and I think Jahari Long can really spell you at the backup point guard. So, again, the potential to play 9 or 10 deep on a regular basis um, – 
And Geronimo, I really like the addition, his toughness uh, inside and his versatility. And then, you know, Coach Willard said this week, this is the best freshman class he's ever had anywhere. Now, sometimes he can wax hyperbolic. Last year on the preseason, he said this is his greatest team he's ever had. Uh-huh. So, anyhow, we'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> Maryland well, you Opens. believe we have a little football to talk well, about. We'll get to that in a second, but Maryland <laughs> Opens their season, by the way, against Mount St. Mary's coming up November the 7th. It's Vinnie and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haiti with you, Keith Cavanaugh. Now, let's get to the game. Let's do a quick recap of what happened at Ohio State ultimately seemed like a lot of self-inflicted damage doomed them in the end. Yeah, Bob, to quote your favorite Oscar Academy Award-winning movie um, that Terry Ford started, they got Munson. They got Munson right. yet again, as in Kingpin. <laughs> Great you know, movie, by them, the way. Yeah, you know, they, um, they beat themselves again. They had the opportunity to grasp glory there. <laughs> if ever they were going to knock off Ohio State out there, it was this year. But, Bob picks, drops, bad route running, game and time management, conservative play call. My God, there's four straight runs on your 20-yard line when you're down 10. Leah, the checkoff, not getting the ball out of bounds to get the field goal. And Bob, for yes. God's sakes, the Billy Edwards package, I never want to see that again. I'm no. not talking literal. I'm, I'm talking the figurative Billy Edwards package, kind of like the Josh Portis one back in the day, but he could run. Everyone knows where that play is going. But <clears throat> here's here's the shame. For the first three quarters, really, Maryland dominated the line of scrimmage. Who would have thunk it at Ohio State? Ohio State could not run the ball. They got McCord off schedule early. He was under duress. Defense was great for three quarters, and they lost coverage later. Special teams on the fake punt, on the big return. But they beat themselves yet again with these mental miscues and these little wasted opportunities. Bob, you needed touchdowns in that first half, seven points, seven points, not three, and then missed two field goal potential opportunities to build a lead because you know Ohio State was going to find a groove, come back a little bit, but you needed to have that killer instinct. And again, they stumbled with some of these inexplicable game management and time management and whatnot decisions. Leah, a 19th-year quarterback, you can't make that throw to Tyrese <laughs> midfield with the clock running down. So, you know, 27 unanswered points later by Ohio State. But Maryland's 5-1. and one. Everybody thought they'd be 5-1 and one by now. They will likely be 7-1 and one heading into Penn State. But I want them, Bob Haney, at year five with the quarterback in the softest schedule ever to beat one of the big three this week, this year. It's got to happen to get over the next edge as a program to get more kids in the recruiting. Now, mind you, they did pick up their 21st commitment this week. The class is ranked 38th locally from Loyola, Trevor Szymanski, three-star O-lineman, 6'4", 280, brother A.J. is Maryland tight end currently, chose the Terps over Virginia Tech, Pitt, West Virginia, and Syracuse, among others. So that was a nice pickup this week from another local boy. But we want to see Maryland take that next step. There was a golden opportunity there, but shot themselves in the foot uh, yet again. But I liked so many things that happened in that game where you figured they were going to get blown off both lines of scrimmage. But how about the D-line and linebackers really on point, you know, uh, setting the edge, contain, you know, wrapping up, tackling, getting to the ball, anticipating, good adjustments, but all wasted in the end because these, you know, 
uh, stumbling a bit here mentally. Uh, I, I apologize if I uh, sound ignorant. Is Szymanski any relation to former Baltimore Colt GM uh, Dick Szymanski? Is yeah, that- I believe. Yeah, yeah. His brother's a freshman tight end, AJ. Uh, I believe, yes, there's some relation there. I think we discussed last year or the year before the time. But um, it's always good to have a legacy. He's a double legacy. Maybe he's a triple legacy. And anytime a brother goes and the next brother follows him the same year, the following year, you know, it's a good sign of a healthy program. All right, real quick, Keith Cavanaugh, men's basketball recruiting update. Uh, not a bomb. Nothing new. Still waiting on the two big boys, Queen and F-E-O-Z-L-E-O-J-U. Um, hey, you forgot to ask me about Illinois football. <clears throat> They're probably the worst team in the league, Bob. Luke Altmeyer, the old Miss transfer, it just not happened. Six touchdowns, eight picks. Their only wins are Toledo and FAU, so let's hope tomorrow, 3.30, Maryland plays a dominant game. Illinois, 2-4. and four. Uh, They do have some quarterbacks. Uh, they do have some receivers and running backs, but just haven't been able to utilize it. But, Bob, yes. they rank last in the Big Ten in offense points, last in the Big Ten in defense uh, allowed points. So hopefully Maryland can get well uh, tomorrow going to the bye week and get some of these guys that have been nicked up a bit um, uh, healthy. Uh, but expect, uh, let's hope, um, a complete game tomorrow as they continue to build and build for Penn State up here in a couple weeks after the bye week. But no, um, nothing new on hoops uh, recruiting uh, to report just the one football commit this week. But Bob, last yes. but not least, yeah, real quick, I'm minding, minding my business the other day <clears throat> on Monday, I think, and I see through my news feed, a story comes, Michigan loses four-star um, recruit to Penn State. I click it on, and it's Vinny's son in ice hockey. So we're always talking about flips and portals and all. I'm sure I'm operating on old news, but I saw his son um, flip from Michigan to Penn State. So kudos to Vinny. I know he's off the air today, but maybe you've already talked about this. Um, but yeah, great the, that he landed the coach, at Penn State. Uh, a ch- There was a coaching change at Michigan that led to that. Yeah. No, I know his son's on a fast track, and that's great. But of all things, we're always talking about flipping portals, last minute, uh, 18 hats on the table and remove it, and the guy jumps. And, boy, what I, I see Serato in my news feed. I don't get hockey recruiting news a lot. So that's great. And now Vinny can go see him a lot easier. It's a four-hour trek up to uh, Happy Valley. But all right, anyhow, Keith Cavanaugh, you're, 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 yeah, you're, now you're wildly digressing and you're pontificating. Keith Cavanaugh, have a great weekend. Let me go get another cup of coffee. Yeah, Thanks, there Bob. you go. It's video at Haiti 1057. The fan comeback reset for you. Got news from the Nets coming up at noon. We got the injury report for the Ravens. Their matchup with the Tennessee Titans by herself. Where's the weekend money? We'll find out hopefully at 1215. And then Rich Dubrow, BaltimoreBaseball.com. We'll look back at yesterday's press conference with Elias and Hyde and look ahead to the offseason. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. would say the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday. It is Rush. News from the Nets coming up. A couple of minutes. Give you the injury report for the Ravens. 
Only one player ruled out. I'll tell you who that is. We're going to hear from John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, Roquan Smith, among others. Buy or sell. Where's the money? Weekend-wise, anyway. Find out in uh, about 20 minutes or so. Rich Dubroff, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Talk about the season that was successful, regular season. Best record in the American League. Dreadful postseason getting swept out of there easily by the Rangers. We're getting, uh, me and uh, Nolan are going to do keys to the Ravens game. I'm going to get this one out of the way, Nolan. Score more points than the Titans. You took mine. Uh, (laughs) We'll cross that one off the list. (laughs) And up on lunch at 1 o'clock, there was a game last night, as you heard on the fan. Kind of a typical Thursday night snooze inducer. Now, I was kind of more invested into the Braves and Phillies. We'll get to that with Rich as well. But we'll get to NFL lunch. We'll get to our picks. Childs Walker from the Baltimore Sun will preview the Ravens and Titans with him. But let's bring Nolan in officially. Nolan, say hi to the people here on this Featured Artist Friday. They got to figure Thursday night football out, man. This is a real problem. You got a 16-game slate. Because the first Thursday, of course, belongs to NBC for the season opener. Right. And I'm looking at all the Thursday night games here. And sure, things will change. I know the Rodgers injury really threw a wrench into some of these. Like, Dolphins-Jets should have been a premier matchup. But I see, like, four good games out of 16. How would you view next week's Jacksonville and New Orleans? That's I think that could be competitive. It's not awful. It's just not... I don't know. The Saints just aren't flashy. They don't score a ton. You know, I, I just feel like a lot of the, I mean, Bills Buccaneers, I think that's probably a better game than Jags Saints. But then you get back to Titans Steelers. That's boring. Panthers Bears. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And you can't flex those things either. No. Patriots Steelers. Do we really need that? No. So, Jets Browns to close out the year. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, I hear what you're saying, and I thought uh, from what I saw that Al Michaels handled it rather well, especially the Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, but we were talking uh, off the air. I some pregame on NFL Network. It was Steve Smith Sr. and Mike Garofolo. and I, I was watching it live, tried to uh, figure out my FanDuel lineup, which won me eight dollars and seventy-five cents last night on a $21 investment, so that means I lost money. But I just saw they were talking about the win, how that could possibly be a factor. But I did not know until this morning that Jerry Judy and Steve Smith Sr. were all in on disrespecting each other on national television. Yeah, I was... uh... I think the words I used were a wrestling promo. Right. Steve Smith grabbed the mic there. Let me tell you something, uh, McMahon. Stone Cold Steve Austin just, (laughs) you know, laying it down. Uh, It was, uh, he was playing to the camera for sure. And I I can't do it justice myself. You'd have to go uh, listen to it yourself. Well, Jerry Judy was, what am I thinking of here? And we don't talk politics on this show, because I'm not smart enough to do it. Vinny's not smart enough to do it. I can't speak for your political intellect, but one of the debates where Hillary Clinton's talking and and Trump's just like stalking behind her the whole time. That's what it looked like when I saw the replay today where Jerry Judy, he was doing like a chorus line up and down the sidelines as they're on the air. It was pretty funny. Steve Smith, you miss him. 
Yeah, well, he don't play that nonsense. No, that that's really him. Well, him There's and uh, Michael Irvin it. almost got into a fight on the air a couple yeah. years ago. He's uh, he's himself. By the way, advantage Michael Irvin. As bad as Steve Smith may be, you know, Michael Irvin. I'm assuming he can handle himself in some uh, hand-to-hand combat and probably do it in a big way. But we're not here to talk about retired football players beating each other up over a discussion of a game for played by kids. Let's get to that funhouse. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with Travis in Parkville, who says $15 million for Odell. Uh, that's a bust of a contract. One of the many reasons the Ravens won't make the playoffs this season. I'm not going to go that far saying they're not going to be a playoff team, but the contract was a little over the top from the beginning. And because he's dealing with an ankle injury, not saying he's not trying to perform. He's just not performing. And to be honest here, Nolan, in the pecking order of who Lamar is throwing the ball to, is even in the top three right now? No, probably not. Well, it's Zay and Mark. Those are your top two. And then I guess Aguilar gets his targets. If Bateman, I mean, he's not there reliably mm-hmm. enough. I don't know. It just it, call me a cynic, but when people talk up the Ravens receivers being this, that, and the other, it just there's a lot of former first round picks. And a lot of those former first-round picks are playing on multiple teams, aside from Bateman. Bateman's, the, uh, yeah, Bateman's kind of a, I don't know, I'm losing faith in him. But that's just me. Was that a subtle shot at Brashad Perryman? Yeah, but he's, well, he's, he's made not, a career for himself. Yeah, but he's not back here. No. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Wesson Dundalk, talking about the Orioles here, says Kobe Mayo hit 29 homers, 99 RBIs this year in the minors. He should be given a chance at first base in the spring. It's time for Holiday, Kerstad, Kowser, and Mayo. By midseason next year, these guys should be in the Orioles lineup. Well, what do you do with uh, Ryan Mountcastle then? I think he wants to replace him. Okay. And Mayo's kind of like Mountcastle. Remember, Mountcastle got drafted as a shortstop. But um, a lot of arbitration-eligible guys. And there's a lot of people banging on the door to get to Baltimore. And Mike Elias kind of sort of addressed that yesterday, which we'll play later. You know, is Mayo a guy that you can put in the lineup and, you know, give you 25 bombs and 85, 90 ribbies? And what's his defensive acumen at first base, too? But to the texter's point, yeah, these guys are running out of patience. And I don't blame them. We'll get one last one here from Jim, who says, if I was the Orioles, I would re-sign Shintaro Fujinami. At times, the guy was great and unhittable. Just a matter of coaching him up, getting the best out of him this offseason. Yeah, but what are you paying him? With others uh, higher in the pecking order in regards to financial. Uh, responsibilities there. I mean, what are you giving Fuji? I'd give him the three mil he made this year. Would he take it? Would he say, this sucks, I'm going back to Japan? And I get, and I, we've talked about it. There was the game in Seattle, and there was one against the Mets 
where he looked more dominant than Felix Batista did. Then there were the other games <laughs> where he could throw it over the plate. I think it also depends, does he want to go back to starting? Because I know when he... When we first got him. Right. Uh, there was still kind of kicking around the idea uh, of, uh, that he nah. would like to do that long term. Nah. It's what he did for a decade in Japan. But if that's the case, then I think another team like Oakland, a bottom feeder would take a flyer. Off. Sure. Uh, the Orioles aren't in the grooming a starting pitcher business anymore. They need to upgrade their starting pitching. We'll come back. News from the nest. Buy or sell 1215. Rich Dubroff will talk about those free agents. There's a bunch of them and some arbitration eligible guys who are going to get significant raises if things go according to their plan anyway. And Nolan and I are going to give you keys to victory for the Ravens and Titans. Ravens four point favorites in this matchup. Key number one, score more than Tennessee. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 